My husband is divorcing me because I'm infertile. But now he's saying infertility wasn't the only reason he left me. Yeah, also, you smell bad. Uh, you're stinking, you're ugly. Oh, goodness. Ew. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm an absolute wreck. Well, welcome to Reddit. You'll find good company here. <laughs> it's true. Countless consultations, too many tests to count, five rounds of IVF. Five. Mm. That's a lot of rounds. Wow. Months of crying myself to sleep, and now the only source of happiness in my life is gone. That is a doozy of a first sentence. It, it really is. My goodness. The past year has been really difficult to me. Last July, my mother passed away, and it had been her dream to see me, her only daughter, ripe with children, and I'm devastated that she didn't get to experience that. <sighs> Poor OP. Dang, bro. To add to that, in November, I was laid off. Oh, And now the consequences Jeez. of that have been coming to a head because husband and I can no longer afford another round of IVF and can barely afford my appointments. I mean, IVF is expensive. As we've learned on this show. So expensive. Not cheap. My husband and I have been dreaming of the good life. Two kids, a dog, and a pretty little house in the country. All of that came crashing down two days ago. He had just arrived from home from work, and I greeted him with a smile and came towards him with the expectation of a kiss. And he walked right by me. Huh? He looked at me soberly and told me to sit down. Oh, man. OP is... It's, it's not going to be like... Hey, I got you to that new diamond necklace you wanted. You know what I mean? No. Not going to be that. As I sat, I could feel my heart sinking in my chest, although I didn't know why. He placed a couple pieces of paper on the table and slid them towards me and buried his head into his hands and let out what sounded like a quiet sob. I looked down, shaking, and saw that he was serving me divorce papers. Oh. Wow. Everything after that is a blur. I have memories of him telling me that he loved me and he was so sorry, but that he had been miserable. And if I wasn't able to have a child, he couldn't stay with me. He told me that he was a monster and that he couldn't shake his biological imperative anymore. At least he admits he's a dick. <laughs> yeah, at least. We'd both agreed early on that if we couldn't have children, we wouldn't adopt because we wanted biological children. Please don't judge us. He used to hold me at night and tell me that he would never leave me no matter what, that being childless was okay and I was worth it. I now know that that was a lie. Oh. I can't blame him though, because it was me who was hindering the relationship. I am the broken one. Oh. His sister and best friend came over yesterday to help him pack up his things. And I just laid in bed and sobbed the entire time. He has rented an apartment on the other side of town and has agreed to pay for our home for the next four months until I can find another job and we can sell the house. I'm devastated. How could he do this to me? My life is over. What are your thoughts? I mean, like, this, do you think like the husband is an asshole for this or? I think yes. And really? the reason why yeah. is because she mentioned like, oh, he used to hold me at night and tell me it's okay that that you, you, we, we can't have children together change the conversation before this point to be like, I, I think I'm changing my, there could have been more communication. Yeah. I from, feel like, like just coming with the divorce papers. Yeah. Without having a conversation first. Like I feel like a conversation before that, like, Hey, like I'm really unhappy. Yeah. I don't know how to deal with these emotions. Let's talk I just about want to it. Put it out there. Yeah. Just know? like, just like say, Hey, I'm unhappy, you yeah. know, and then talk about it. And then if you're still unhappy, like, down the line then yeah. 
divorce papers. Because right? then it's at least less of a blow. Yeah, this OP. is like an OP has just like, been going through it and exactly. through it and through it, and then like just to serve the divorce papers seems yeah. kind of like cold hearted a little it, bit. It also makes you wonder like is there is there something else? Well, there is an update. Oh, of course there is. Let's hope OP's life gets a little better. Yeah. It won't, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. On Saturday afternoon, everything came crashing down again. OP. Fuck. Yeah. I was trying to block everything out of my mind and binge watch Netflix when the doorbell rang. My heart tightened. As I walked towards the door and opened it, it was my husband. He looked terrible, almost worse than I did. Without looking me in the eye, he asked if he could come in and I couldn't even speak. I moved my body to the side of the doorway and motioned him inside. It took everything I had not to kiss him and punch him all at the same time. We sat down on the couch together in silence for what seemed like 10 minutes. <laughs> oh God, this is, this is not funny, but how OP wrote this is a little funny. He finally spoke and all he said was, infertile old maid i'm so sorry infertile old maid is the username <laughs> man come on op you're better than that i was silent we sat for two more minutes before i finally had the courage to ask is that all you wanted to say he shook his head and began to tear up which of course caused me to tear up he again buried his head in his hands and sighed he told me He'd been feeling like he was missing out on fatherhood. I told him through tears that I understand and didn't blame him for wanting children. But he cut me off. He told me that wasn't it. He told me that he had been seeing a young woman at his work for the past six months and that he couldn't keep lying to me any longer. Oh. They were having both an emotional and physical relationship and she had been pressuring him to leave me for months. My God. He claimed his insecurities about his lack of family was pushing him to feel that he needed a change and that she was a huge mistake. At this point, I couldn't take it anymore. I told him to get the fuck out of my house. Get out. He looked at me like a scared puppy and panicked, told me he wanted another chance, that he'd just broken things off with his coworker and was willing to forego kids to be with me. I didn't know what to do. I just started to scream, yelling him to get out and that I was completely done. He just began to sob and started pleading for me to calm down. It was clear that he wasn't going to leave. So I did. I grabbed my keys and ran out of the house. I drove for 30 minutes out of town, parked on the side of an empty road and cried for an hour. Driving back into town, I looked at my phone and saw that my husband had called over 20 times and texted me things like how he was so sorry that she was nothing, blah, blah, blah. I didn't delete any of these messages because I knew how important they were for my lawyer to see. Oh. When I arrived back to my house, he was no longer there. I walked inside and all was the same. He took nothing and broke nothing, which was relieving. I regained my composure and sense of reality and called my lawyer and left him a very long message about what had just happened. Today, my lawyer got back to me and told me to come first thing on Tuesday morning. Husband has not tried to contact me since the one last text on Sunday that read, I love you, infertile old maid. I effed up and I'm sorry for hurting you. If you ever need me, I'll be here for you. My mind is again in turmoil and I feel like I am dying. I have yet to tell any of my friends and family what has happened and I'm not sure that I'll be able to. Holy shit. That yep. was, I think, one of the saddest stories that yeah. we've read. One We're of just, the sadder ones, yeah, yeah. honestly. 
Nothing really or funny woman. about it except the infertile old maid stuff. No, yeah, you know, that, that she chuckle. chose to re- re- refer mm. to herself, which honestly is like even sadder because like that's how she's thinking of herself. Yeah, you know. Ugh. I don't know. What do you think OP should do? Like, do you think OP should break up? You know, serve those divorce yeah. papers, go through with the divorce. Um, do you think she should take this guy back? Uh, let me know in the comments. Put yeah. it in. Also, if you've been in this situation, yeah. please let us know too. Yeah. Um, but John, what do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, I, 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 I think she's doing the right thing. I also want to say this real quick. The husband could have potentially been okay if he had, as soon as he started having these ch- changed feelings, talked to her about it, right? Yeah. Had those conversations uh, prepared her and basically said like, you know, like kind of like you said, like, I don't know what to do with these emotions, but I need to communicate them to you. Yeah. Um, and then that led to like, okay, ultimately like, you know, as we've been discussing, I, I split up and I, then you, and you then sleep if, with that honey at work. Then, <laughs> then you find a new partner. And if someone's trying to get at you during it, it's like, no, I can't during this. I need to figure this out before yeah. I even begin to think about, you know, getting with somebody else. So like, if he had done all of those things and Opie said in the beginning before the update, like I kind of understand because we both want, they both wanted yeah. biological children, right? Yeah. But cheating is, but cheating you know. and, and not being honest and communicating initially before any cheating went down, he could have communicated. Yeah. Communicating the feelings. Um. So yeah, all that being said, I definitely think OP is not the a-hole. I definitely th- absolutely think he's the a-hole even before he cheated. Uh, it, maybe not the a less of an a yeah, less but, of an a-hole, but more like, point. hey, you should have been just like, com- yeah. like to communicate a little it bit been, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, and uh, yeah, I think at this point it's like, yeah, go through with it. Like, probably, you know, get the lawyer to handle it, figure it out, and then move on. Like, I, I don't know what else. Yeah, one could do. It's a pretty tough situation. Honestly, though. if Opie's not a writer already, like, yeah, what, he made me feel something. Yeah, and uh, also just like the style, I feel like. Yeah. It's like well-written. But, but let us know what you think. Um, that was a doozy. I hope everyone is okay after that story. We love you. We love you. And hey, also, if you're going through anything like this, like just know that other people have gone through it too mm-hmm. and have come out okay on the other side. That's right. And as long as you keep, you know, trucking on, things will get better because how the fuck could they get worse? That is true. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys in the next love episode. Love you guys. Today I effed up by communicating with my wife. What you talking about? I don't know. Communicating something, <laughs> but probably something not good. You know, one of the most important parts of a healthy relationship is communication, right? I would I would say that's accurate. Yeah, you talk to accurate. your partner. You say, hey, this is what I'm feeling. And what, how are you feeling? And I say, this is what I'm feeling. How are you feeling? And it goes back and forth until you die. Yeah, it does. That thought was on my mind this morning when I woke up next to my beautiful wife. The morning sunlight made her skin glow with an aura I'm sure one could only see through my eyes. That's cute. Beautiful. OP loves her. I shuffled over to her side of the bed, trying to be as gentle as I could. I wanted to preserve that moment, but I couldn't resist the urge to be closer to her. I settled in with my head laying next to hers and looking directly into her eyes, her beautiful blue eyes, her closed eyelids could never hide what I knew to be the most lovely eyes the planet have, the planet has ever seen. Mm-mm-mm. This man is sweet. She must have felt me there because her eyes began to slowly open. Just when I thought I couldn't feel any more content in my life, she smiles at me. 
I smile right back at her with the thought of communication on my mind. I promptly said, you don't let me spoon with you while we sleep because you'll fart on my dick, right? <laughs> now my wife won't talk to me. What, what a first thought to have. I mean, also first thing waking up, like that's just like straight to the races. Yeah. And like, also, you don't, you don't spoon when, when, when sleeping because of dick, dick fart. Apparently, I, I guess she doesn't let them yeah. spoon because of that potential risk. I guess that's the situation happening here. Oh, geez. I, a- I, I, don't th- I don't think that's actually the situation, though. I think it could just be like, maybe it's uncomfortable. 100%. Yeah. You know, get get hot and space. sweaty like your boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sweating like a little piggy under those blankets. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Two out of every two podcasters on the OKOP don't have five stars on Spotify. That's both of us. So if you could donate your thumbs to us right now and use them to tap five stars on Spotify or wherever you're listening, we might avoid lethal injection. Just go to our profile on Spotify, click about, and then rate us five stars or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Save your podcasters, Sam and John, today.